0: Welcome to Word to the Mother, a retrospective on 90s R&B and Hip Hop. Here's your host, your girl, Charlie D.
1: Welcome to my little show. If you've been here before, what's up? Good to see you again. And if this is your first time, come right on in. I won't bite unless you want me to. No, this is just my spot to reflect on the greatest decade for rap and R&B. The 90s, yes, 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 thank you, thank you. Oh, y'all so sweet. Let's get into it. This week's featured artists had seven top 40 hits including the songs, Tell Me, in my bed and never make a promise. They also hail from my hometown of Baltimore, Maryland with their lead singer going solo and bringing us the unforgettable song dedicated to thong underwears. This week's artist is the group, Drew Hill. Now, before we get into this group, let's go back, yep, back to the beginning, or actually just back to November 1996, when Drew Hill's debut album was released. In November 1996, for music singles, we had Blackstreet's No Diggity, I got the bag, bag it up, babe, I like the way you work it, no diggity, yep, hey heya, uh, hey uh, heya, uh, hey, uh. was 96 was a good year for me. Um, we also had Tony Braxton's Unbreak My Heart with that white dress. If you missed that, check out that episode. I think it was just like 22 or 21. I don't know, I did that a month ago. Go back, go back. Um, the next song, okay, I mentioned it because it was a big, big hit, but I I really like it, and that was um, Los Del Rio's The Macarena. Okay, hear me out. I know it was really popular. I know people were doing the dance. I know people really liked it. But I first heard of it on uh, one of those talk shows, Regis and Kathy Lee. So if Regis and Kathy Lee were doing it, uh uh-uh, uh uh uh, I-, I was like, shut it down. I ain't doing it. When I saw people doing the dance and like really being into it, I was like, y'all, what is what is y'all doing, baby? I'm not. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not doing it. I ain't like it then. I don't like it now. But that was history. Next up, we had Keith Sweat with Athena Cage. Nobody, baby, and who can love me like me? Who can get me imagine? Y'all know what I'm saying. Nobody, baby. That actually, that song was hot. If I recall, the video was a little. Was it a chick? I don't know. I can't remember. So don't quote me on that one. Okay, another hot song from November 1996. Y'all. He was my bookie. Yeah, I had a lot of bookies in the 90s, but <laughs> this one was like my second biggest bookie. And that was Genuine, so fine. What if you own it? Get to it. Ride it. My pony. My saddle. Yes. Yes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Genuine's pony. Mm-hmm. That was my other boyfriend. No shame in my game. What you talking about? What you talking about? okay another hot salt single from november 1996 was then this one kind of got on my nerves too but it was quad city djs come on ride the train and ride it toot yep yep it was a good year it was a good year um i was a senior in high school dating myself but who cares right um and album releases we had the spice girls one of the biggest girl groups in all time history with the album spice the funny thing about the spice girls is that when they came out they were another group that i just didn't take them seriously when they first came out when i first saw the wannabe video i was like okay what is this like it was cute but i was kind of like really what is this i was just kind of confused um a couple weeks later um I found myself hearing their songs in the retail store that I played and like they were just everywhere so within time I started to like them but I didn't really really grow to appreciate them so I was probably in my 20s and then my 30s and now my 40s I'm like oh my god Spice Girls if they tour I'm going I want to see them I want to be posh I want to be scary I want to yeah like I love them now in my 40s so a little bit late but I got there um Another album release, which I already covered, was Lil Kim's Hardcore You Got It Going On. What, what? Mm, what, what? Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I went into how proud I was to sing, to sing that song, but we ain't gonna go there today. We're gonna, we gonna try to keep this a clean version. The other thing I did not know that came out this month, which I find kind of interesting, was Foxy Brown's "Ill Nana. The same month, really? Two big female rappers that were kind of rival and I didn't know were kind of friends at the same time. Apparently their albums dropped within like a week or so of each other. I just saw them on YouTube. So don't quote me because I don't know how credible YouTube is. But Foxy Brown, stay tuned for that. It's going on my episode list. Okay, so the next album is uh, not quite R&B, not quite hip hop. I mean, not that the Macarena was. But it's worth noting because it's kind of dear to my heart. And that was a group called luscious jackson the album was called fever in fever out and i'm trying to think their big song was called naked eye and i don't remember exactly when i heard it something about the movie clueless which i was obsessed with but i ended up really liking this song it just had this really different feel i got the album and i just absolutely loved it i love every single song on the album i can't even quite describe it it's just like this chill southern california vibe not quite pop not quite folk i I, I don't even know i just know i love it so because of that i always love me some luscious jackson in movie releases um i have one movie to note because it's relevant to the culture but i know it's not i didn't really it's all right that's the movie set it off queen latifah vivica fox jada pinkett smith Oh, goodness. Any other actress? Elise. Kimberly Elise. Kimberly Elise. Yes. Beautiful, by the way. Um, I think I rented that with some friends because, you know, it's the type of movie like you had, you you black, you have to see it. And I shouldn't say that because there's a ton of black movies that I ain't see, but it started out one way and I was kind of rooting for them. But the end, I was like, "Eh, okay. Mm." So when I hear people reference it now, that was a one time viewing for me. I don't need to see it again. I was not feeling the ending. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Okay, now, before we get into Drew Hill, let's first talk about the featured song for this weekend episode. This artist, known as Special Ed, dropped his debut album at the tender age of just 17 and had three singles, which included the songs, I Got It Made, Think About It, and the featured song for this week, My fay From Him, which is I, i the magnificent. Have said the,
0: the magnificent. Ah! And the magnificent. Dynamite, super dope, out of sight.
1: so this song really goes back for me i recall watching the video for this and his other videos in middle school i'm dating myself here but hey that's my history right born edward k archer in brooklyn new york he began writing poetry and got into creative writing while in high school and he'd also befriended a neighbor howie t who helped him work on demo tape In 1989, he released his album, The Youngest in Charge, which would go on to sell more than a half a million copies. Okay, so the video for I'm the Magnificent is, again, so 90s. Um, I mentioned this with the Candyman's Knocking Boots video, but this is classic early 90s with the dances and the outfits. You must check this one out on YouTube to really get a feel for it. But back in that time, I lived to know every dance and every music video and I loved this one as well. I especially loved the little guitar riff in the middle, Oh man, I also have to admit Special Ed, he was a cutie back then. Yeah. I was a girl with the eye on all the cuties, that was me, and he was one. He was later a member of a supergroup called the Crooklyn Dodgers, which I did not know. And the group had a single title Crooklyn, which was featured on the soundtrack for the Spike Lee movie Crooklyn. And this is crazy to me because I had that soundtrack and I did not even know that. The group also had a single for the film, Clockers. Special Ed will go on to release three more albums, and he later made appearances on the TV show, The Cosby Show, and the 1992 movie, Fly By Night. Hoping he is doing well in his endeavors, and now, on to the featured artist. The members of Drew Hill got their start in their hometown of Baltimore, Maryland, where they hung out as friends from the same high school. The original members include Mark Sisko Andrews, Larry, Jazz, Anthony, Tamar, Nokio, the Anthony Ruffin, and James Woody Rock Green. I hope I said that entity right. It looked like it looked weird. The four friends started singing together at a local spot called The Fudgery. For those outside of Baltimore, I remember the fudgery. It was a small, open-air type shop that made homemade fudge. And the twist was that they had teens and young people working there who sang and performed while they worked. I may have even seen Drew Hill singing there at some point because I do recall hearing some guys there that were blowing. A manager of the former location stated to the Baltimore Sun, quote, They would draw huge crowds probably 50 or 70 people will huddle around the railing." Quote. The foursome would practice their talents there before then competing in local talent shows. They chose the group named Drew Hill, which is a spin on the local Baltimore park called Druid Hill Park, which all Baltimoreans just refer to as Drew Hill. It was during a performance at a music convention that they caught the attention of an executive from Island Records. Impressed with their sound, he asked them to record the song Tell Me for a film called Eddie. Drew Hill's version of the song was so impressive that it replaced the original version recorded by Blackstreet member Dave Hollister, and Drew Hill were signed to a recording contract right on the spot. The song would go on to appear on their debut album. In November 1996, Drew Hill's self titled debut album was released and led by the track Tell Me. The song went to number 18 on the Hot 100 and number five on the R&B charts, selling 600,000 copies. Drew Hill also performed the song for the TV show Moesha as well as for an episode of the show The Parenthood. The next single released in December 1996 was my personal fave by them, and that is "In My Bed." With my head. Some. Oh. In My Bed will go on to hit number one for three weeks on the RB charts. And a remix version produced by Jermaine Dupree and featuring rapper DeBrat was recorded and featured a noticeable sample from a song called Gimme What You Got from a group called La Pample Mousse. very cool, didn't even know that was a sample. The third single from the album was the song Never Make a Promise. Jazz actually sung lead and it was another number one song for the group which spent seven weeks on the R&B charts. So I checked out this video which starred the late beautiful actress Michelle Thomas and it had some really heavy themes of ancestral rape, yikes. I definitely don't remember that, still a pretty song regardless. The debut album Drew Hill peaked at number 23 on the Billboard 200 chart and was certified platinum in the US drew hill then contributed to the soul food movie soundtrack with the song we're not making love no more
0: but we're not making love.
1: and produced by Babyface the song reached number 2 on the R&B charts next the group sang the hook for the Foxy Brown song Big Bad Mama The song was featured on the soundtrack for the 1997 Bill Bellamy movie How To Be A Player. Before they dropped their second album, the members of Drew Hill also collaborated with other artists such as singer Maya where they wrote and co-produced most of the songs such as It's All About Me and Moving On. Songs that were covered in the Maya episode and I remember Cisco being in the It's About Me video. In 1997, Drew Hill filed a lawsuit against Island Records asking to be released from their contracts after a physical altercation happened between a record company employee and one of the group's members. The suit would later be settled with Drew Hill staying on the label. In October 1998, Drew Hill released their second album titled, "Into the Drew. The album's name came from the Bruce Lee film, "Into the Dragon. The album spawned 4 singles and the first one was released in 1998 and that was How Deep Is Your Love. How
0: deep is your love
1: song featured the rapper Redman and was included on the soundtrack for the Chris Tucker film Rush Hour. It also reached number one for three weeks on the R&B charts and number three on the Hot 100 becoming Drew Hill's highest charting song. The next single was the ballad These Are The Times. Another babyface song, this one reached number 21 on the Hot 100 and stayed on the charts for 21 weeks. In January 1999, Drew Hill released the third single from the album, a song called Beauty. Oh man, I think the song is so pretty and sadly I couldn't find any details on it besides the fact that it peaked at number 24 on the Hot R&B and Hip Hop Tracks chart. And looks like there's no video for it either. Weird. The last single from the album is a track called You Are Everything. Okay, this one I don't really remember, but the song peaked at number 84 on the Hot 100 and apparently there was a remix version that would appear on Cisco's solo album. This song did have a music video featuring the remix version, but in it was only three members of Drew Hill since Woody had left the group during the Wild Wild West video with Will Smith to pursue a career in gospel music drew hill appeared on the will smith song in may 1999 and that song went to number one on the hot
0: 100.
1: So no hate on Will Smith because I like him now, but there was a period in the 90s where I just could not take his music. Um, I was probably the only one in the world that did not care for it, but I just found it a little cheesy. Anyway, we'll get to that at a later time. I know it's just me, but since it's my show, I'm just putting it out there. Whatever. Whatever, y'all. His more serious roles won me over. But anyway, I digress. This is another I forgot about, but maybe because I chose to forget. <laughs> the album Into the Drew went on to sell 2 million copies. Drew Hill then recorded a song for the soundtrack to the Broadway musical Aida called Enchantment Passing Through. In November 1999, Cisco released his debut solo album titled Unleash the Dragon, which was recorded when the group was on a hiatus. The album had 3 singles with the first one being, Got To Get It. Okay, so this video features an Asian setting and that seemed to be the general theme of the album visually anyway. But Cisco is giving his all, dancing up his usual storm. If nothing else, he definitely has energy. This is um, one that hit number 56 on the hot R&B hip-hop songs. And the next song released in February 2000, y'all, was the big one. This thing right here.
0: Letting all the ladies know What guys talk about You know The finer things in life <laughs> Check it out who that dress so scandalous And you know another nigga couldn't handle it So you're shaking that thing like who's the ish With the look in your eyes so devilish uh, You like to dance all the hip hop spots and you cruise to the cruise like connect the dots Not just urban she liked the pop Cause she was living la like Vida loca She had dumps like a truck, truck, truck I think I'll sing it again, she had hums like a tra- tra- tra. like what? 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 all night long Let me see that phone
1: All night long, let me see that thong, okay, this one is still fire, I mean as soon as I hear that little violin break, I'm getting in twerking formation, yes sir, here we go, I mean if you were not there in 2000 when this thing hit, Well, you missed it, sorry. (laughs) But no, this was a huge hit for Cisco. Not only did it peak at number one on the rhythmic top 40, but also number three on the Billboard Hot 100. This song is so freaking fun. It actually is one that gets me moving so well. I have it on my current workout playlist. You want to get moving? Try jogging to this song. It will get you moving and feeling good. Trust. The thong song was also nominated for four Grammys. It also performed well internationally, topping the charts in the Netherlands, the United Kingdom, and Denmark. The next single off the album actually charted higher than the Thong song, which I found hard to believe, but that song was called Incomplete. would be the final single from the album and would hit number 1 on the Billboard Hot 100, which somehow the thong song did not hit. Uh, okay, that is just crazy to me cause this song is alright, but it don't hit like the thong song. Okay, clearly I'm just a big thong song fan so I'm clearly confused on this info. Regardless, Incomplete was written by Montel Jordan. Cisco's Unleash the Dragon was nominated for two American Music Awards and three Grammys, including Best New Artist and Best R&B Album, and were going to reach five times platinum status. But Cisco's solo gig didn't mean he was done with Drew Hill because he went on to sing lead for Drew Hill's next album, released in November 2002, titled Drew World Order. In 2001, with Drew Hill still on hiatus, Cisco released his sophomore album he named Return of the Dragon in June of that year. Sales for this album did well, but the singles did not perform as well as his first. The first single was written and produced by Teddy Riley and it was called Can I Live?
0: Oh. Oh.
1: The song only peaked at number seventy-two on the charts, though it performed a bit better in Germany. I have to admit, I've never heard the song myself. The second and last single released from the album was "Dance for Me."
0: Yep. yep. Dance me, me. Come on, what's my name? Uh, uh, say my name. Come on, come on. Dance me, me. Come on, say what's my name? On, come on, say my name. Let me whisk you away. Better yet, some fries and a shake. Come on, girl, now, don't be lame.
1: This song performed worse than the first single, although it did better in the UK. And the video was clearly influenced by the movie Bring It On, because all the cheerleaders in it looked like they came straight from the film. Overall, Cisco's second album was a disappointment compared with Unleash the Dragon. There was supposed to be a third single release called Dream, but was dropped since the first two singles did so poorly. The album did eventually go platinum, but it was also because of the album's lackluster charting that Drew Hill's record label was not too interested in a group reunion. But in 2002, a new Drew Hill album was released. It had been four years since the group recorded together, but Drew Hill did put out a third album called Drew World Order. By this time though, the group had become a quintet with Woody coming back and a fifth member, Scola, joining as well. The album had three singles, the first one being a track called I Should Be. I Should Be peaked at number 25 on the Hot 100 and did better than the other two singles titled I Love You and No Doubt. Drew World Order would end up being the group's last album on the Def Jam recordings as they were later released from their contract due to poor album sales. Fast forward to the present when Drew Hill got together for a fourth album released in July 2010 called in Drew Pendant's day, now under Kedar Entertainment Group. It would be their first album in eight years and featured a new member named Dow. Antoine Dow Simpson actually went a part within the group after entering a talent competition called Drew Idol in their native Baltimore, with the winning prize being to become a fourth member. At this point, Scola was now no longer a part of the group. The album had three singles, with the first one being a song called Love, MD. While the album overall did not have any charting singles, it did still perform moderately, reaching number 30 on the Billboard 200 charts. In February 2015, Sisko released another solo album he called Last Dragon. Apparently he has a thing for dragons. (laughs) The album featured two singles, A-List and Lips, but there's no chart information for either. According to Wikipedia, it seems he may also be working on another album that is forthcoming. So, is there a future for Baltimore's Drew Hill? While member Jazz made the decision to leave the group in 2018 to focus on solo projects, and Dow also left in 2019 to do the same, word is Nokia also left to focus on his family. That left Cisco, who added two new members, Playa and Smoke and Black, to form a new version of the group. The word is they were beginning to work on a new album under their own Drew Hill LLC Distribution. Drew Hill came out during a time when we had a lot of hot R&B male groups. While Cisco's singing style did remind me a bit of Jodeci's KC, he did add his own flavor with the acrobatics, the dragons, the platinum hair. I mean, how many songs in the 90s did we have about thong underwear? Yeah, so I'm back on the thong underwear, okay? <laughs> it's, it's my jam, whatever who cares <laughs> but mostly i think their legacy for me will be that they were hometown boys from baltimore that went out and made it big giving us more high grooves to jam to in the 90s and that is it for me in this episode tell me what you thought about drew hill or cisco on social media what videos did you like you still groove to the thong song do you remember the thong song or is it just me Hit me up. Let me know something. Are you out there, people? Let me know something. And till the next time, y'all. Peace.
0: Hey, thanks for listening to Word to the Mother. Be sure to find us on Facebook and Twitter.
1: Until the next episode, we out.